Welcome to Insight Check, where Catherine Zerwinski sits down with a Playing Games cast member, and we learn a little bit more about them. This week, Celeste Mora, our very own alien sugar baker. Why don't you introduce yourself, Celeste? Tell us a little about you. Tell us all the um, fascinating facts. I, I don't think I'm fascinating, honestly. I think the most fascinating thing about me is I don't know how to ride a bike. Oh, neither do I. Oh, fun. Yay. Non-bike riders together. Um, And somebody is mowing their yard right outside my my window. That's fun (laughs) That's what noise reduction is for in the edit. (laughs) Exactly. But we're not editors, so someone else will take um, care of it. (laughs) Somebody will do it. (laughs) I can edit. I just don't like to because Dallas took off Audacity off the computer, and I don't know how to use Audition very well. So, yeah, that's a thing. And now he's talking about switching. Anyway, this has nothing to do with what you asked okay. me. I apologize. You know, this is what the show is. It's just two hours of us forgetting the question and then and just and talking. talking. Getting to know you things. better. And if that means talking about audacity, so. we'll talk about audacity for the next hour at least. We probably could. I could. I'm using it right now. Nice. So, but yeah, my name is Celeste. Uh, I like geeky things and books and i'm currently surrounded by books that i'm piling up so that i know which books i have that i haven't read and can grab them easily and not have to go hunting for them on a scale of one to a bajillion how many books would you say are in that list well if we want to go with just what's behind me that's at least that's about 20 not counting the comics on the back bookcase back there and the comics in my comic box that I haven't read. And then the stacks on the probably, I'm probably looking at close to a hundred that I've compiled so far. That doesn't count my Kindle books. Well, that's a whole different beast. When you start counting all the fake ones. <laughs> a whole different beast. I can definitely tell you there's at least four audiobooks that I have that I haven't listened to. So tell us why you're compiling all these books. Um, well, my husband and I run a, a online ministry called Geek Devotions, and we are from September 15th until December 15th running what we're calling Backlog Golf for books. And we're going to be using it to get through all of the books all, that we, some we of all the books own. That we own. <laughs> some of the books. I, I am going to start out with the ambition of all um, but I have the understanding that it's probably only going to be some. <laughs> I am not starting with the understanding that it will be all. But <laughs> um, I'd be no, happy no, if I, I said read. ambition. Oh, yes. I'm not and starting with that ambition either. I'll be happy if I read a book. <laughs> That's the goal. Well, no, I, I read. I've actually have been having to resist the urge to not read so that I have something I know I can finish. Like I finished an audiobook a couple days ago. It was really good. And I was like, oh, this was awesome. I should have waited to finish it. And then I'm like, but I was, I had time to listen to it. So I'm just going to go ahead and finish so it. So when do you find that you most listen to audiobooks? Because I usually do it in the car. Nice. So I don't drive myself a lot. And mm. I like to talk to Dallas in the car because that's one of the few places like we're uninterrupted. Nobody's trying to gain attention. Um, so not in the car. Unless I'm driving by myself. But when I'm at work, 
and I'm in between patients. I'm a full botanist, so I draw blood. So a large portion of my day is sitting and waiting for the doctors to be done with patients so that they will bring them to me and tell me what labs they need. So I crochet and I listen to audiobooks or podcasts. I, I feel like I need to start doing that at work because I haven't gotten through any of my audiobooks because I drive mm-hmm. with my windows down. Yeah, and when you have your windows down, you can't hear anything. So no, I no never, never want to listen to them in the car. So they just sit there and don't get finished. Now, I used to listen to audiobooks in the car, but that was when I worked like the next town over and I had an hour drive total all day. Yeah. So, you know, interstate is much better if you're listening to a book. I agree. But it's much, much better when you have your windows down and you're enjoying the outside. <laughs> so it's a real catch-22, you know? <laughs> right. Pros and cons. But, okay, so you're involved in, as you said, many geeky things. Many geeky things. And also projects. And you mentioned one of them. But what are all of the things that you're in? All of oh, them. All of, all of them. All of the things. Let's Let's go with projects because if we go with the other, like just things that, I'm involved in that I enjoy. That's that's a lot. We got time. We got we got time, but that's still a lot. So we'll start with the the projects. Um, I am part of. Obviously, I'm part of playing games with strangers. Part of Supersonic Pod Comics. Um, I am a fairly regular guest on a show called uh, Retro Rewind Podcast. Uh, I'm a voice for. A character on Monster Island Film Vault podcast, although I don't listen to it because it's really long and I don't care that much about kaiju, but I really enjoy the part. (laughs) I like playing that that part. Um, And then, like I mentioned earlier, my husband and I run a online ministry where we take geeky pop culture things and we use it to let people know that they are loved. So that translates into blog posts and podcasts and youtube videos and discords and facebook yes. stuff and within and all versions, there's like a bunch of other things yeah yeah yeah. well and like we're starting even more so like our podcast is called calm call calm talk can't speak and so within calm talk you have calm talk which is dallas and i talking about whatever like after we you and i get done we're recording a podcast about tron legacy um then you have John Haru and Steve McDonald, who are also on Playing Games with Strangers. Um, though Steve has been working and not playing with us, Dork. Yeah, you tell um, him. <laughs> and, and imagine that, him supporting his family. Who needs to be a responsible adult? Um, ah. And so they run a music podcast within ComTalk called Primitive Rhythm. And then we have a friend of ours named Branson who runs a comic review podcast within ComTalk. And then we are starting, well, Dallas has started a podcast called Good Morning Devotional that is going to be part of the network that we're creating as of like this month. Good. Um, and he he just takes like a quick thought from his morning devotional and set, talks it out. And he has one of those good radio voices. So that's going to be in what we're calling our network. We don't have an actual name for it yet. We're just talking. Um, and then... Developing. Yeah, it's a thing. Um, and then John 
and our friend Kevin and Dallas, and sometimes me, are going to be starting a podcast called The Bottom Shelf, where they review bad movies. And I've already so told excited. them, I've already told them you want to be on for Velocipaster. I sure do. Boy, oh boy, do I. <laughs> I was like, I don't know when you're doing this, but when you do, Squid wants to be on. I mean, I love <laughs> bad movies. I love bad movies that are bad, and bad movies that are good. All kinds of just, just bad movies. Just bad movies. <laughs> They're just a genre onto themselves. <laughs> I I don't. So there's going to be a lot of I'm just here while this <laughs> movie. Going, yeah. yeah. Like the only one I've actually said I want to be on is they're going to do that horrible Avatar movie. Oh, yes. That we don't talk about. And so I asked to be on that because I have opinions. Oh. That must be her. I never would have thought. About this movie. <laughs> Mm. I probably would too, but I've not seen it. And I I don't I don't know that I could handle it emotionally. <laughs> that was actually my first exposure to Avatar. Oh. Isn't that oh, terrible? No. And like as I'm watching it, I'm like, this is not good. No. Like an objective opinion of the movie was this is not good. <laughs> and then Dallas was like, Hey, I own all three books of Avatar. Do you want to just watch that? And so I was like, Yeah. And it did. And it's better. <laughs> it's, and it's so much better. It's so much better. So much oh better. Oh my goodness. Well, this also very exciting. And I'm very excited to see where your network, quote unquote, goes. As it, yeah. as it forms <laughs> and becomes a thing. We, we don't know. This is our general mindset with Geek Devotions is we try things. If it sticks, great. If it doesn't, great. Yeah. I mean, and then you know. And you know how to adapt it for next time. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've we've tried things and had things happen for seasons, and then they kind of went off the radar, and nobody misses them. So it's okay. Yeah. What are what are some of the things that have not made it? Not made it. We had a friend who, and this, both of the examples I'm about to use, relied on other people to have time, and those other people did not have time. Yeah. So we had a once a month game review um, friend who would create a video of a game review and put it on our YouTube. And then we had a friend of ours who would do movie reviews real quick, like again, real short video um, once a month on the YouTube channel. Kind of, I think, honestly, a precursor for how we ended up having ComTalk work out. Um, But both of them are super busy with their own projects and they just couldn't handle. And it was okay. Like we, they were great for a season to help us, with the algorithm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, we help, we help them whenever we can with their projects. So the other thing was extra Tuesdays. We used to have every Tuesday, an extra video, a random video come out. And that was good. A lot of people really liked it. And then we just didn't have time for it. Yeah. I'm doing two videos is a lot. <laughs> A lot of people don't realize how much work it is <laughs> to do more. Yeah. Like, we have everything down for our Friday devotionals. That is the one thing that has never changed. It's changed. But it hasn't, like, we've adjusted it to be better. But that has always been our priority, was mm-hmm. come having a video every Friday. And so, everything else is negotiable. Yeah. If, if it happens, great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But we need your devotionals. Get those in. Exactly. Because so it's kind part. of the name. Yeah. Kind of part of the name. I mean, it's the second <laughs> part of the name, so. 
the geek part, most important, devotions. Uh. <laughs> PSA, I'm kidding. <laughs> right. Uh, okay, so this is going to require you to dig, dig back into the past. Okay. Take yourself wherever you need to. What would you say was the first, like, nerdy thing that you really liked that got you into the, like, geek world? Or your so first I actually, influence? I actually have a real fun story for this. Oh, boy. Um, oh, boy. I'm adjusting my seat so I can tell the story appropriately. Um, so, this is going to have... There are some explanations that have to happen to explain the story. They all tie all right. in. We're going to get there together. This is a journey. We're going to get there together. So my mom was a single mom until I was 16. She met the man I call my dad and they started dating and he realized that I liked to read. I've always liked to read. Um, I've always been an avid reader. I probably didn't need to know how well I read in school, but I was homeschooled and I found out that information. So I was like, Ooh, look at me. I'm fancy when I wasn't. So when he and my mom started dating, he did the very good thing. And I highly recommend this to anybody who dates a woman with a child of getting to know me and getting to know what I liked. And so I think it was their second date. He brought me a book and I was like, Ooh, what is this? <laughs> like books are one of my love languages. What is this? Uh, didn't know that terminology at the time. And so he kind of, we would have conversations and he would tell me things. And so he was really a good driving force of getting me into more geeky stuff because bless my mom. I love her. She's not geeky at, at all. She watches the Star Wars movies, but she doesn't understand them. Yeah. She thinks R2 is really cute, which understandably he is. That's fair. BB-8. Crush it. BB-8. I don't know. I don't know what she thinks about the new ones. She would probably, I feel like she'd probably like it if she just thinks R2 is cute. (laughs) Yeah. Like, and so I think she like enjoyed the storylines, but that's really not her, her thing, like science fiction, that type of thing. Um, And so he, he kind of, he and I kind of went through this journey of like, we, when they were dating, he was like, y'all haven't seen the Star Wars movies. We're like, no. He's like, okay, we're watching them. And my mom goes, Okay, because they were still in that like we're right. dating. <laughs> She'd be like, uh, uh-uh, no. She probably would have said no later. And so we watched them four, five, six, one, two, and then three was coming mm. out uh, right after they got married. And so we watched three in theaters. Um, and so he was just a, and I've talked about this on our stuff. He was just a really good influence and he encouraged me to branch out into things that honestly my mom never would have because she just didn't have knowledge so like it was i would there were things that i was allowed to get and he would pick me up books when he was picking himself up books yeah um because he he knew kind of where her standards were Mm -hmm. so he knew what was okay for me to read and to get into and to watch um we just yesterday had a bond day is what we call it where because i got him a collection of the james bond stuff and so we we're watching through it before that we watched through star trek in order of star date my mom did not partake in that that was just me and my dad <laughs> <laughs> 
So, but yeah, he, he definitely, a lot of my beginning geekiness came from what he was into. And then, you know, I went to college and found anime. So there's that. Yeah, that happens. Which leads into my next question of now that you are firmly established on your own in this <laughs> nerd world. What are some of your favorites now compared to, you know, like the things that got you into it? Um, I am. I love anime in general. I love I've always loved cartoons, but I didn't know the difference. Mm-hmm. And so and now I have money and paychecks. So there's that too. It's dangerous. <laughs> it is. I try to be responsible. I am pretty responsible. Um, I'm very into, I like to read. I like to read a lot. Um, and I've determined that buying books and reading books are two totally different. Yes, yes they are. Um, I don't even know if I like reading I am anymore, forever. but boy, do I love buying books. <laughs> I mean, you're going to find out here soon. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> so, um, I am forever a sci-fi nerd. Any any specific ones? Recommendations? Top three. Top three. Ooh. Okay. Top three of what? What yes. style? No, no, no. I w- okay. I will. I will narrow it to top three sci-fi. Top three anime. Okay. Because well, those are very different. Even though some of them converge. Yes. So. Sci-fi, if we're talking books, you need Ender's Game. Yes. Um, movie. That one's hard. Because there's a lot of good sci-fi out there. There's a lot of bad sci-fi, but there's a lot of good sci-fi. There's a lot of good um, bad sci-fi. Yeah, there's that too. Um, I don't know. I would say probably... Well, no, that's a series. You could, yeah, it could be a series. Mm. Okay. Well, Firefly is definitely in there. Oh, yes. It should yes. be. I agree. Absolutely. The entirety of the series. Watched in the, watched in the appropriate order, not what Fox did. Because um, the Netflix did it and betrayed me. Horrible. Because <laughs> Netflix goes by air date rather than actual order. Yeah. Um. So, and... Then uh, probably either Star Trek or Star Wars, because there is a difference. Like Star Trek is science fiction. Star Wars is science fantasy. Yeah. Like there's a, there's very little actual science in <laughs> Star Wars. Yes, very much. It's much more space fantasy. It's like a big space opera. Um, yeah. That's a good way to put it. So anime, I will always recommend Roroni Kenshin. Oh, yes. That that was my starter anime. Like, I didn't know what anime was. And I had a friend who was, I went to a, a school for ministry people. And so she wanted to be a missionary to Japan. And so she was all up in the animes. And so within one long weekend, she showed me, introduced me to Veroni Kenshin. She showed me Howl's Moving Castle. And i trying to remember, there was a third one, but it wasn't. It was a little out there. It was a little much for me for a starter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got to ease into some of those. <laughs> I don't remember which one it was. I don't think I... Oh, oh, no, no, no. It's... um, It was a magic girl. Cardcaptor Sakura. Oh. That one was a bit much because while I am very feminine, I am not very girly. 
I feel like the phrase, oh, it was a magic girl, is really all you need to know to know, like, what kind of <laughs> Well, like, and, and it has, it's, I need to go back and watch it again, because it has its stereotypical, it's a magic girl thing. But I loved Sailor Moon when I went and chose to watch it. Yeah, well, like, it's, it's one of those things you have to seek out, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of those things you really have to be in the mood. It's like I haven't finished the second season of Fruits Basket because I really yeah. just have to be in that mood to watch it. Like, I love it. It's beautiful, but it's not not an everyday you know, type of thing It wouldn't be one me. that I'd be like, ah, yes, this will appeal to the masses. <laughs> Here's how I'm going to introduce you yeah, to yeah, this yeah. entire genre. I mean, she she did a good job of showing me differences true because like how is very different from uh kenshin which i absolutely loved kenshin because i was on a big historical kick um and so and then but just to throw in sakura in there i was like what the crap is this why is it so fluffy what is happening this color i don't like it (laughs) there's skirts and bows and what the heck I, i think i've managed to make it through a large amount of anime and still never find myself watching anything remotely close to that. (laughs) (laughs) It's an experience. Yeah. Uh, Maybe someday. Maybe someday when someone sits me down and doesn't tell me what they're turning on. But (laughs) I feel like that's an ambush and it's not appropriate way to watch anime. (laughs) You know, it's really not. I I would agree. So I hope it never happens. I'm going to stick to watching stuff can, like Vinland Saga. <laughs> I can think of much better. Oh, oh, I have to make an honorable mention. It wasn't an intro anime, but it is a good introduction to an anime. If you like crime anime, there is a series called Erased. And it's like, <laughs> as Squid goes to write this down, it's like eight episodes. I'm pretty sure this might be on my list to watch. It probably is. And the thing I appreciate about it is the anime, the live action, which I'm told is actually pretty good. And um, the manga all have different endings. Oh, I like that. And it's, it's also, it's also kind of a sci-fi thing because there's time travel, but I definitely have erased on my list, <laughs> <laughs> but it's not. It's a short one. You should just like bang it out in the weekend. I think Dallas and I watched all eight episodes in one day. Is it sad? Um, y- yeah. That might be why it's on my list. I like sad stuff. So okay. I, there's it, like in my parentheses, I have a list, like I have a character name next to it. One of my like gotcha. written characters. And I wouldn't have put his name unless it was a very sad thing to watch. It, it takes you through the feels. So the first basis of the first episode, and this is one that this is how I got into it is Dallas had heard of it and was watching it. And he was trying to be a nice husband and let me sleep in. So we had the volume down in the living room. And so I woke up and I'm like, where did he go? And cause I couldn't hear it. Him. And uh-huh, I was like, right? normally I can hear what he's doing. Like what's going on. So I walk into the living room and I'm like last 15 minutes of the first episode. I'm like, what the crap is happening? So, quick synopsis of the first episode, which does not tell you anything about the whole of the series. Okay, um, good. <laughs> this, this guy, as he's growing up, has this event that happens where, like, he goes back a few seconds in time. And normally, it's like, it's so he can see something and fix something. Mm-hmm. 
So it like starts out with he's riding a bike and there's a car accident a few minutes later. So he, his body just naturally makes him pop back and he, he does something differently and it affects the car accident. So um, through a series of events, it does the normal like, hey, we're just a cute slice of life anime. Oh, but well, really, up. but just <laughs> wait. Um, he comes in at, to his mom's house because they were supposed to have dinner. And there had been some other things leading up to this that were kind of sus. And he discovers her body. And then all of a sudden the cops are there and they're like, you killed your mom. And he's like, what? And then he flips back to the sixth grade. (laughs) Like, all that. Welcome to our show. First (laughs) episode. Yes, this is what you have to expect. So, like, I come in. I came in right about the bike ride. So the bike ride's near the end of it. They do a lot more like Which character easy building win. in the first episode. Slowly crank up the water. <laughs> yes. And I didn't have that. Didn't have that. <laughs> I I jumped in. I was like, this is interesting. Oh, my God. And then I looked at Dallas. He's like, do you mind if we watch another one? I was like, are you kidding? Hit play. It's like, oh, let's go. <laughs> Put on two and at once. This is, what we, <laughs> this is what we're doing today. <laughs> Don't know what we had planned, but this is it now. Well, I know what my so, afternoon will be. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because again, I think it's only like, it's a real short one. Yeah. It's real easy to... I know most of the ones that I keep on my list, I don't tend to put very long ones on there because I know I will never... I won't. <laughs> it's just I don't have I don't have time for One Piece, you know? I just... That's, no. no one has time for One Piece. I think it's a commitment. One Piece doesn't have time for One Piece. <laughs> I have friends that are going through all of One Piece and I was like, God bless you, but... I, just, I I I know someone who who was using it to get through finals in medical school. Not One Piece. They were doing Naruto. Still equally long, but at least that one's ended. Yeah, that One Piece is still is still going. It's still going. You'll never catch up. <laughs> ever. So, but yeah, I think the longest anime I've ever done was Death Note, mm. and that will know either that or Full Metal Brotherhood. Oh, I see. I'm not watching the Full Metal either, but. I've been told I need to. You would enjoy. You would enjoy them. Right. <laughs> but they, it is a commitment. Yeah. I, someday I'll commit. That one's on my Netflix list. It's just not on like my written. Yeah. I have like my written list of these are the ones I want to watch next. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Insight Check, where we talk about anime for <laughs> ever an hour and a half. And then I don't ask any more questions. Because <laughs> anime. Coming soon to Geek Devotions. Celeste and Squid just talk <laughs> about anime. <laughs> we can make that a thing for like a limited time. Yeah, so we just need just me yelling about one show and you being like, it's okay. It's okay. We'll get through this. <laughs> well, w- no, if we do that, we need uh, Dallas's sister, Damara. She's a counselor. She can help us oh, process our feelings. I've got a couple other sad ones on yeah. my list. So. <laughs> yeah. Hit them all. So. Okay, I thought about sending you this question ahead of time. <laughs> To give you time to think about it. And then I went, nah. Oh, no. <laughs> just... So if you need time to think about it, I can ask it and then ask a different <laughs> one. You can just be thinking that? about it for a while. You just let me know. Uh, so uh, in... I'm Okay. This is kind of my okay. this is my last question before I get into more playing games with Stranger Stuff. But as overarching, you know, between Geek Devotions and playing games and all the projects that you've done... What would you say is the most surprising thing through that process that you've learned about yourself, first of all, 
And then secondly, the most surprising thing that you learned about God in that process. So the most surprising thing I've learned about God is that he will speak through anything. Like, and you know that you, you're told that God can speak through anything. It's like one of those things people crochet on a pillow and you're like, eh, whatever. But like, until you're watching Death Note and you're like, oh, there's spirituality to this. Like, I can connect this to what I'm going through. And it's, it got uh, to a point, and this is kind of what I learned about mm-hmm. myself, but it got to a point where I couldn't watch anything without coming up with a devotion for it. And I almost burned myself out on it um, because everything then became for geek devotions or for projects that we were running. And I'm like, I need something that's for me, like just me. Like, I don't mind taking things and using them for geek devotions. Um, but I have to be intentional about feeding myself things that I like, mm-hmm. like intentionally reading or intentionally watching animes that have nothing to do with anything we're doing. Um, just to make sure that, I have a steady diet of geek curry. Same with, um, <laughs> same with, uh, with, with spiritual, you know, people talk about right. people who, who do ministry. You can't just do things for ministry. Right. The thing that I learned for myself is that not only can I not just read spiritual things and do spiritual things for myself, I need geeky things just for myself. Across, across the board. You know, you gotta have self-care time. <laughs> And work time. <laughs> exactly. Because if you don't, then all creativity goes away. Yeah. Maybe not all creativity, but yeah, it's it definitely helps feed creativity. Especially when you're in a creative field too, like even just coming up with mm-hmm. devotions or, you know, being involved in a project yeah. this big where everything that you like personally is part of the project. Yes. <laughs> it's very much being like, well, I'm going to read this book that I would never talk about on the show even though I could find a way oh, to yes. talk about it. And I'm just going to read it. <laughs> I have quite a few of those. like, And then I have some things that I'm like, I start out as doing for myself. And then I'm like, oh, this is now a devotion. Because this is better than what I was trying to get a devotion off of. I, that happened recently. I was reading, um, listening to Wheel of Time. Mm. And I was like, I was doing it for myself. Because I've been trying to read that book, listen to that book for forever. I was supposed to be doing a devotion on Cowboy Bebop. Haven't finished Cowboy Bebop, but couldn't think of anything like that I really liked that wasn't a stretch. Because we try not to stretch too far. I mean, it's all a stretch. But like I'm watching and I'm like, this is fun. I'm enjoying this, but this is not nothing. Nothing good is coming from this that I can like expound upon. And so then I was, I finished up um, Eye of the World and I was like, oh, I have a devotion right now. <laughs> it's so funny too, because like, depending on who you talk to, like, I could read that book and be like, I don't know, I got nothing. But yeah. I could sit down at any episode of Bebop and be like, I could probably make a devotion about every single episode of this show. <laughs> you know what? We make, get, take you up on that. <laughs> <laughs> that is my number one pinnacle anime. Like, I gotcha. So good. I can understand. It is so good. Yeah. My issue was that the things that I was pulling from it were not things that I necessarily wanted to touch on. Yeah. 
That's fair. So, and for being like, it's it's such a fun show, but it also has such heavy concepts at the same time in like such a weird dynamic way. So odd. So, but yeah, it was, it was interesting. And that's that. And the fact, again, it was just because we try to steer clear of hot button topics. Like we will personally discuss it Mm -hmm. with anybody or even like on a stream when we can have a conversation but like putting out a devotion about it where anybody can just find it and have no context of anything right. before or after it, then we're like, yeah. we'd rather not Which open is, ourselves up to that. Not that we shouldn't talk about hot button things, but having the conversation is the the way to do those, not just... It's more about context. Yes. We want to have a conversation in context rather than you be able to take something out of context. Or us take something out of context. When you can just pull like three sentences and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you said this. And we're like, well, well, so, I this did. Is what but came before <laughs> and after. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's hard to know what mm-hmm. people will take too. So, especially when you're writing it, you're just going to yeah. put it out there. Then, I mean, the same is true in verbal conversation, but people don't have as much time to sit and pull apart everything you're saying when you're just speaking. (laughs) And (laughs) they can't just sit there and be like, "Mm." we've had some weird things happen where like people are like, I can't believe you got a devotion for this. We're we're not watching anymore because you pulled it from this. And I'm like, really? Like I could see it like three three geek things ago, but like this one? Really? That's that's the hill you're gonna choose. Okay. (laughs) You know everyone has different thoughts and opinions about all of those things so and that's okay so but yeah yeah, yeah. You, you just never know what people are bringing with them to the table so that is also true which okay. is why conversation is better yes <laughs> and listening mm-hmm. listening is so good <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening us to us today <laughs> <laughs> We appreciate listening to us ramble. We wish we could have a conversation with you too, but it's just us here, so we're gonna keep going. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so you had a unique opportunity in playing games with strangers to yes. join once we had already gotten started. I won't. I won't necessarily yes. say fully off the ground because we had to. We had to get going for a little while, get our groove. But we were definitely. It, it was somewhat a- established. We were going. So do you think that, mm-hmm. I mean, having not been there from the beginning, do you think it was harder to kind of come into something that was already going than it would have been if you were there at the start when we were all figuring it out? Or <laughs> So I had the option to be there when, when they were all figuring it out. And I, I deal with social anxiety. <laughs> and Never so, heard of her. <laughs> and I, and John was like, Hey, do you want to want to join and play? We're going to be playing D anD D, and I went, <laughs> "Strangers, no, I'm good, thank you, I appreciate it. I think we're going to be a little too busy." Um, <laughs> which legit, it's in the name. Legitimately, at the time, it it is in the name, isn't it? Um, I did, it didn't have a name at that point. Um, That's true. But legitimately, at the time, we were looking to do a bunch of more stuff with Geek Devotions. We were wanting to get a little bit more active with things. We eventually, or at some point, going to start traveling. And we thought it was going to be at the beginning of 2020. Well. We all know how that went. Um, But, and I am not a person that I can add multiple things onto my plate all at once. Yeah. Like, I can handle a lot on my plate, but I need you to slowly put them on. Let me adjust. Let me get used to it and then add more. 
um, which has been interesting, made for interesting conversations with my husband, who is like, let's do all the things. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> let's not do all the things. We've had those moments in playing um, games with strangers, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have. Um, so, but that wasn't the question. Anyway. That's fine. I like this, <laughs> I like this string of thought, too. <laughs> Back to the question. Um, it was, it was good and it was difficult at the same time because on one hand, it was already in a routine, already we know what we're doing. There's not a lot of like, there was chaos, but it wasn't like we don't know what's happening chaos. Right. It's we just fully embraced the chaos. Yeah. <laughs> it was just the general nature of everybody's personalities. Um, but it had the, it, it, there was some stability to it, which mm-hmm. is something I definitely require in my life. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, but at the same time, it was a little awkward, like jumping into this group of people who already have a flow and I'm going, okay, well, how do I add to that? Um, I listened to the first episode and I heard Callum's voice and I had to change Aileen's voice because Aileen was going to be Irish. I remember you saying this. <laughs> And then I had to deal with the fact that I thought that I kicked you off the podcast. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, I felt guilty because in, in my first episode, like, 45 minutes in, you're gone. And I'm like, well, dang, she's not getting to play at all. Like, I felt terrible because I was like, I just did what he told me to do. <laughs> and <laughs> that's... That's what what John said. Um, it, yeah, <laughs> and well, have no fear because I talked to him like a week before that. <laughs> oh, I know. He told me that later when I finally like felt comfortable enough to be like, "Did Kate leave because of me?" And he goes, "No, <laughs> no, it was a rough time in my life. <laughs> I shouldn't That's- have had it on my plate." Like, <laughs> we're gonna shove those things over there. Things need um, to come off. <laughs> Um, so, but yeah, that was, I was, I was very much glad once I realized I was like, oh, okay, this, this wasn't and like, again, it's the social anxiety stuff. It, I'm not trying to be self absorbed, but if I do something and then something else happens, I'm like, oh, cause and effect. Even right. If that's <laughs> yeah. not cause and effect. Correlation isn't always it's causation. causation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they were just th- I waited until this interview to be like, actually, Celeste, this is why I <laughs> That's the reason. <laughs> I can only handle so, one woman on the show at a time. <laughs> well, and then I had the realization like two weeks later, I was like, I'm the only chick. <laughs> yeah. I was like, dang it. Yeah. Not that not that I mind the guys. The guys are great. Um, but I have an I have an issue having female friends. Like, not that I have issues with my friends that are female. I just don't have a ton mm-hmm. of female friends that I spend a lot of time with. Because most of my friends have kids and they're busy. Yeah. Or they live in other states. So that's the thing. Or both. They have kids and they live in other states. Double whammy. <laughs> yeah. So they're really busy and really don't have time to chill. Yeah. So I've always been similar though, yeah. too, where it's just been like I've there's just always guys around (laughs) i think it's partially in nature of because well i don't know for you but for me it's because of what i'm into yeah like 
we have a couple different friends that the husbands of the couple that the husband of the the two that make up the couple sorry that sounded really weird um i understand are, i knew <laughs> are really cool people and like they're married to cool women but they're not geeky and i'm not exceptionally girly mm-hmm. so like i can talk about baking for quite a while Same. but th- that's pretty much it yeah like I'm, I kind of like, if you want to talk cosplay makeup, I'm all about that. But, <laughs> you know, not everybody wants to know how to uh, put Vulcan eyebrows on their face and make their own eyebrows right, disappear. Right. I mean, That's- as it is, I think I own a tube of mascara. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I do makeup. Like, I, I know how to do all of that, but it's not something I want to have endless conversations about. Yeah. So, oh, well, it makes... I, I definitely agree, because I, I play video games and board games, yeah. and I love... And when I say, oh, I love board games, and people are like, oh, you're... Mm-hmm. Okay, you like playing board games. And I was like, no, I want to play a six-hour strategy game. Sit down and buckle up. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, <laughs> so, I don't know about six hours, but yeah. Oh, yeah. That's how you know it's a good game. <laughs> See, as long as the person who's playing understands that I just don't sit still. Yeah. I've offended more people because I don't sit still well. So, like, they take my fidgeting or uh, my first DM for the first person I ever played Dungeons and Dragons with. They got offended that I brought a coloring book to the session and i'm like but i'm listening kinesthetic learning all right gotta move to keep like keep it in i'm I'm over here coloring sherlock and blood droplets why is this a bad thing (laughs) so but they took it as inattentiveness yeah um i find it rather than back and forth about that when they're at the table yeah. So, well, in that, and I did, I made the mistake of playing a character that was very Vulcan-like. Hmm. So they just didn't have a lot to say. So I was not very interactive, and then I was also coloring or crocheting or, you know, doing any number of things other than what they thought was paying attention. See, I feel like we would be great at an actual physical table together because I don't sit. Pretty much the whole time I play any board game or D anD D, like I just stand and then pace back and forth, and then when I have to do things, I come to the table. Right, and it's fine. I'm paying attention. I know what's happening. <laughs> I know what's going on. Yes. Right, I'm going to jump forward to a question because you mentioned it, okay. and this is my favorite question. <laughs> This is the one that made me think about the podcast. Because <laughs> uh, you mentioned you played D&D before. Yes. Did you have a lot of tabletop experience or was it no. just one time? It was, we played for almost a year with that one campaign. Um, and But it was a lot, it wasn't a, a fantastic experience because mm-hmm. we had a lot of miscommunication. That and the play style of the lady who was running it was not what Dallas and I were okay with. Mm. If that makes sense. Yes. Great lady. Love her and her husband. 
um, she actually had ended up having some, she, she needed a mental break to finish her master's degree. And so he ended up taking over when he was supposed to be a player character, he ended up DMing. Um, and so it lasted for a good while, lasted for a year. One of our party got transferred to Guam. Oh, um, that puts a damper on things. Just a bit. We ended up taking somebody else who was very antagonistic. Mm. So then already, this is kind of, we're, I mean, we're pushing through. We're having fun. We're still having fun we're, with this. We're enjoying it, right? Right? <laughs> Became a... We are now constantly on our guard because he will take anything we say and start arguing mm, it. Yeah. Like I will, I watched him poke a bear with the lady who had been the DM. Like, and I watched it and I watched her walk into it of there was a, a political event going on and he stood on a different side of things than we did. So we normally just, you know, we're like, okay, cool. Right. We're not going to really talk about that because can't talk nicely so we're we're just not going to bring things up and he brought it up and i watched her go into the conversation i'm like he did that on purpose he knew he knew which one of us to to bring the and like i'm forever the peacekeeper so i'm like every side has its its things even though i definitely have a side i agree with and the side i disagree with everybody has their reasons and she's like ah, and i'm like <laughs> we left we're that having night. fun right <laughs> right <laughs> we left that night i told us like i don't think i can do this anymore <laughs> <laughs> that's that's such an unfortunate because i find most will have those stories Instead yeah. of like, oh, I've been playing with this game for six years and we're all family and it's great. Like everyone's like, oh, well, there was this time. <laughs> I was at a table and oh boy. <laughs> and I mean, don't get me wrong. It was th that one individual now no longer talks to anybody else because we got tired of his stuff and he realized that he could no longer poke at the bears. Yeah. Like our bears are all well hibernated, so he was like, "Well, this Off is not find new bears." <laughs> <laughs> and there he goes. Golly. So even though like your D and D stuff is kind of newer now that you're right. hanging out with us, you are obviously very involved in the world of nerdy and geeky things. Oh, oh, just yeah. a little bit, just uh, just just a little. And I think, like, I think over the last few years, I've definitely noticed a shift towards the mainstream of like geeky things becoming mm -hmm. more culturally just normal yeah. for like everyone to be like oh yeah i like those things even though it used to be just like this tiny little pocket small small group uh, of but people do you think like as a woman in this you know realm of the world that <laughs> tends to be viewed as not necessarily ripe with a bunch of women <laughs> Do you think that stigma is still, like, there? Do you think it's kind of also shifting towards the mainstream? I think it is, to an extent, still there. But I also think that it, as well as most geekinesses are, kind of shifting to the mainstream. Like, it's it's still heavily slanted to where, you know, it's not necessarily considered socially acceptable to have an argument about Star Wars versus Star Trek. Um, but, you know, it's a thing. So, <laughs> and I think it's like, 
I, some of those things do like because Star Wars has become with the new movies so popular and and Marvel movies everyone goes right. to see them now right. but especially something like anime where I feel like anyone that thinks oh a person that watches anime is like this 40 year old guy in a basement <laughs> well you have the two different things because it really depends on what people have been exposed to mm. so you have the people who are like oh this is you know 40 year old guys who don't shower and live with their moms that watch this because it's nothing but skin. It's completely skintastic. And then you have the side of people who have seen nothing but the little kid animes. Yeah. And they're like, oh, all cartoons are for kids. And you're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Those are two very different ends of the spectrum. There's middle ground. Yes. And it's great. <laughs> Those just tend to be the ones that get noticed the most. <laughs> yeah, because people freak out. Yeah. One way or the other. Because it's, I so, don't know if you've had experience with it's fun. people just being like so surprised that you watch anime or you read manga or. <laughs> the the closest I've come to that, because I don't talk about my geekiness at work a lot. Um, one day I got a, I say one day, I had a, it was either Hanakini or a Fruits Basket. I don't know which one, but I got one of the Omnibus mangas mm-hmm. and I read at work often. Um and so I had it up there with me what in between patients and I'd set it down and I was doing some work and another coworker had come in from another clinic and picked up my book just to see what I was reading and it was flipped or not flipped. And she's like, why is this backwards? Why is this backwards? And I was like, Oh, it's Japanese. And she goes, what? And so we had to have this whole like conversation and she goes, Oh, that's nice. And puts it down and then goes on about her day. Oh, you're one of those. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Now, to be fair, this was an older lady, so a whole different mindset. But yeah, that was, that wasn't even, that was probably good 10 years ago. So I just generally keep my mouth shut (laughs) around people that. I know the, the uninitiated. <laughs> well, because I know what it's like when I'm in situations where I don't understand things. Mm-hmm. And so I try not to put other people into that. Like, I don't necessarily want to talk about the stats of all the sports players. I don't sports ball, but um, I, I understand the being the person that's in that situation when everybody's talking about it. And I'm like, Oh, I don't know what's going on. I'm just going to be quiet. So I try not to do that with other people. Like I try to find common ground that, you know, that I just don't need that at work. <laughs> That's fair. I I don't think I could have a conversation like that at my job either without <laughs> confusing a lot of people. <laughs> a lot of people. My poor sweet office lady would be like, oh, <laughs> That's nice. And like, and don't get me wrong. I know quite a few people. There's a couple at our church that they're newer, older couple, like their daughter is older than I am. Um, Very sweet. They've just recently come on staff and they are very supportive of Geek Devotions and what Dallas and I do. They understand none of it, but they are behind us. They believe in it. And so we they support you. They will sit and like I had to explain Howl's Moving Castle to them 
And they were like, oh, that sounds interesting. And I got to the part where I was like, and then there's this fire demon. And I went, this might not be a conversation for church. (laughs) He just lives in the fire. (laughs) He just, he's the, he runs the house. (laughs) So I got out of our conversations. (laughs) And like, they were, they were not rude. They were very interested in what I was saying. But it it was one of those things that I was like, hmm, I, I might should not explain this right now (laughs) some of this might be a no (laughs) this is japanese culture (laughs) yes let me just sit down it's lesson time (laughs) yeah exactly i feel like it's either you usually get like one of two responses which is those people just being like huh right what or you get people that that, like quiz you to be like oh so have you seen this have you seen this (laughs) Well, if right. you liked this, then you would have seen this. <laughs> You're like, exactly. Calm down. Okay, and I have to go now. <laughs> it's time for me to leave. <laughs> oh, I, I cannot count the number of conversations I've been in like that. What's interesting is when you get, because there's different types of geeks. Yes. Not none of them are bad. Some of them might be you bad. have the... Uh, Yes. The trolls. I will give you the trolls. <laughs> the people who, who yes. gatekeep are the ones that I'm like, mm, can I, not polite things are going through my brain. Anyway. Um, <laughs> We're going to pray about what I'm thinking later. We are. <laughs> so, but like, then you have the people who are like, oh, I'm not into anime, but they'll talk with you for hours about Star Wars or you know, whatever book that they just read. So it's always interesting to like find the different geekdoms, but then also to find the prejudices within the geekdoms. Right. Cause I like to like go, Oh, especially if I'm in an environment where I'm like, we're all geeks. So we all have a general understanding. Um, and I can go, Oh, you don't like that. Let me poke it. Why? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Let's see here. Oh, that's well, I always think it's funny. I love I love arguing with people. <laughs> like I'm a like I am a peacekeeper. I don't like conflict. Right. But arguing about stuff like that, that's fun. Like that's <laughs> there's a difference between peacekeeping and arguing about stuff that doesn't matter. Yes. As long as everybody understands that this is a a pointless argument. Yes. Once I get to the point where I'm like, oh, you are really invested in this topic that does not matter, but I'm gonna just go now. <laughs> like get a madden leave. yes anytime i'm like oh let's talk about which is better dc or marvel let's go okay <laughs> just let's just throw that out there for fun i don't know <laughs> start a light a match drop it in the gasoline walk away <laughs> it's just this is the pot and here is my spoon <laughs> oh so yeah but especially for people that are like oh well this is fact and i'm yeah. like well mm, but no that's that one's subjective is it <laughs> It's not in the Bible, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's not in the Bible, not in the history books. Uh, <laughs> and DC and, and Marvel both rewrite their histories often. So Exactly. So, I'm just saying it's not even consistent. Just <laughs> how can you trust either of them, really? We're going to make so many people mad with this. <laughs> Good. They, can, they can comment. They can leave a review. Just, hey, it, re, even reviews of angry is still a review. True. You just tell us all your thoughts, and I will write them down, 
and cry about them every night when I go to sleep. So I use them for inspiration for Callum's sadness. Exactly. Something's got to keep me going, truly. And it's going to be your reviews of our show. You're going to get quite a bit of sadness from Erased. Just saying. Oh, good. I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) Now that you say that, I'm like, oh, no, is this going to give me Callum feelings, too? Am I going to cry about it? Uh, I don't know if it'll necessarily give you Callum feelings, but I know at one point during the series, I had to Google if Japan has CPS. Oh, no. <laughs> like, I, I was like, why is no one doing anything? You see this, you have to report it. And so then I'm Googling and and... I never got a satisfactory answer. (laughs) Good. That makes me comfortable. Yeah. I'm sure they do, but never got a a satisfactory, yes, this this exists. Mm. I think Callum could have benefited from CPS, so. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Moving Moving on. on. Now that we've talked about that for a while. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what has it been like to be in an actual play podcast rather than some of your other projects and podcasting and videos? And- um, I've really, really loved it because I love improv. And, like, I, I've always enjoyed drama. Like, drama classes as a kid. And I was, anytime there was a play or whatever offered in our homeschool group, like that's that I was all about that. Um, so to the point of I scared some people because I get a little intense. Nah, <laughs> just just a little. Um, just a quick, quick example of I, I was trying out for a part in a play that the homeschool group was doing. I was homeschooled. High five. Um, for those not in the know. Um, so i know you and i have talked about that but you know people listening because this is recorded this is not just kate and celeste talking um but it could be (laughs) but i did the a monologue from the black cat and somebody's little kid was in the room and i didn't realize it and i don't know if you read the black cat by poe but it, it the, the kid was not okay. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> because generally, I'm this, like, really chill, really, really happy. Like, especially around little kids. I'm like, hey, what's up? What's going right. on? Like, real on their level. And and try not to be an intimidating person. I'm trying to be the, the adult that they can be like, yeah, this person's okay. I can go to this person. Um, and, and they were not okay with me. After that. <laughs> I've had a couple times where, like, I've gotten into roles and afterwards people are, and this is quoting a, a acquaintance of mine, it, where they're like, you are such a chill, cool person, but that scared the crap out of me. <laughs> well, it reminds me of two things, because I think you once said you were like, I can't tell if Squid is mad or if she's just in character right now. <laughs> No, that was actually Dallas said that. <laughs> oh, okay. It was Dallas. I was like, someone did. Because I was like, I knew that I was like, 
in the groove and i was like yeah. oh no i'm fine <laughs> we're good <Hey. laughs> yeah when you first came on to back on the show um because dallas was playing a part briefly that's right and and he was like i don't know what to think about kate and i was like she's really cool like that's not kate that's callum yeah, <laughs> you came don't back like an emotional time <laughs> you don't care for callum <laughs> not kate and really what it boiled down to is he took it as Callum not liking Aileen as Kate not liking Celeste. <laughs> oh, no. So I was like, no, 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 we're totally cool. Despite what we may think and what I may have confirmed in this podcast, everything's fine. You were good. <laughs> it's okay. Callum got over his hate of Aileen. He likes her now. Especially once he realized that it wasn't even the right Aileen. Exactly. Like, whatever. It's fine. Now he has to come to terms with this new one again to be like, also, I I forgave you already, but... But it wasn't you, so now I'm not sure if I actually forgave you. But you weren't there to see how mad I was at the time, so I'm going to just show you again. <laughs> but there was, there was this time, speaking of people being in roles, and this was when I was, like, a little kid. We used to go to a church that, like, did plays and stuff. I don't know, yeah. because... We just all stand very straight and nod our heads sometimes. Um, <laughs> occasionally, we sing a hymn. But <laughs> I used to go to church. We would put on like big play productions and stuff. And they did this one. Yeah, it was kind of like a courtroom thing. But one of the youth group played. It wasn't a youth group. It might have been like the college group, but played Satan. Oh yeah, in like this play. Yeah. And, uh, he was just like so scary to me as like a child that afterwards he would because my parents were involved in the ministry right so they would like hang out with these people and they were young so they just happened to be of close age to everyone else in this group and had children and he would try to come up and be like hey how's it going and after that play i just was like i would just start crying anytime he came close to me <laughs> <laughs> that's goals so it was like it was satan i don't i don't know <laughs> <laughs> you're Satan. i don't know how to process this <laughs> the other day you weren't and now you were and now you're not again i don't know <laughs> stability there needs to be stability <laughs> so all of which is to say you should be very careful about the productions you put on a church <laughs> children are in the audience and, and kids that are around <laughs> when you're giving your monologues or rather just just who who you cast as intense roles. Yes. To be fair, they let me pick. I picked Poe. Well, <laughs> that was that was my well. decision. <laughs> I made a lot of interesting decisions that surprised everyone in that class. You know, but you probably killed it. it just you also killed that young child's emotional like self esteem and <laughs> hopes and dreams, all of their joy. I have, I have. <laughs> that particular drama class, the teacher was used to be on broadway like she legit acted on broadway she could sing she was also our music teacher um her husband currently like because i still keep contact with him he currently works with the movie sets as the prop people okay he called her at one point when i was with her just catching up and he goes hey uh i need you when you get home to check my supply of blood and i'm like what <laughs> huh <laughs> What supply of blood? And she goes, oh, well, he has bags of clotted blood and fresh blood. And I'm like, oh, oh, where did, where did he get these? And she goes, Celeste, it's fake. I was like, oh, okay. But she she gave me some of I mean, same, but. 
I mean, you, you know. You're a phlebotomist, you know. I have only ever taken blood home once, and it was an accident. <laughs> <laughs> it fell in my pocket. <laughs> and I'd already Listen. had to go re- recollect the patient, so I was like, well, I'm just going to take it back to work and throw it away. <laughs> Which I did. So, that's but yeah, she, I'm glad you didn't keep she it. She <laughs> gave me some some big compliments, and I think that that's when I realized that I really enjoy improv, mm-hmm. and I'm also good at it. So, not to like be all, ooh, I'm good at it. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> I think you're good but at it. But I'm just, so. I'm, I'm better at thinking on my feet than I am at remembering lines. <laughs> yes. So, you know, since you're so good at improving, just amazing. So wonderful. I feel like you're going to throw a question at me. I am. When are you going to run a one shot for playing games with strangers? I'm not good at pre done stuff. You don't have to. When I DM, I make up everything pretty much immediately because I'm bad at planning. (laughs) Um, I have no desire to be the DM, like to be in charge and and wrangle these cats. Yeah, it's fun. (laughs) I'd I'd rather be one of the cats than... You were for a while. I was. I was a cat. I'm sorry, Um, that was offensive. You were a taxi. I I was a taxi. (laughs) I wasn't offended. I made the jokes. (laughs) (laughs) I think John just got tired of us making cat jokes. Well, far be it from anyone to try and limit our humor, because it knows no bounds. (laughs) We will just keep going. <laughs> Come up with something else to say. I don't know. <laughs> so, but yeah, that was actually one of the, because that character John created for me because I didn't have time, aka I didn't want to do the math for the character for the rogue thing where she first appears. And I was like, can you just do it? And I'll like fill in some flavor. And so one of the things that I put in there was that she makes cat jokes often. I love it. So that was that was a thing. He put in there that she uses words in inappropriate like meanings. So like I want a tuna fish sandwich. I want a tuna fish tuna fish uh, table. Like not exactly, but that type of a a thing. And you can kind of hear that in the rogue rogue episode. I did it a couple times. But I was like, eh, this this doesn't work for me well. So let's yeah. make cat jokes. <laughs> and that's like, uh, so much of that, like, character stuff is just you being like, I'm going to try something. And then you're like, well, no, we're going to not try that again. <laughs> no, that's that's not a thing. <laughs> the one time I tried to only speak in rhyme as a character and I went, oh, that was a bad idea. <laughs> that's a bad yes. idea. Yeah. Don't ever make a character that only speaks in rhyme. It's bad. Unless you're very good at rhyming. I can't, <laughs> I can't imagine that being like, I feel like I would spend so much time trying to think of rhymes that I wouldn't be able to actually yeah. play. Well, there was, so there was an actual play that I listened to for a while where the character didn't only speak in rhymes, but whenever they were a bard, so whenever they would like give inspiration or something, they would actually just like sing a little song at the table. But she was like, oh, I nice. spend so much time just thinking of rhymes. That it's like second nature now, but it took a very long time for me to get there. So she was like, when I first started, it took, you know, five minutes. But otherwise, just all the time now, I'll be thinking about everything that's just happened. And I'll pick all the words I know have easy rhymes. <laughs> and then you just have to come up with, you know, some fake sentence. And that's kind of the easiest part. <laughs> it's just right. throwing some other words in there. 
stringing it's it like, all together. I don't together. have the time or the commitment for that. <laughs> I do not want to sit there all the time and think of rhymes. Thank you. Especially in a game where your party is the only people that are going to hear it and they just want you to play. <laughs> yes. Which I guess is a, like a good time to practice that if you know right. you're going to be recording. But <laughs> Right. But... Yeah, so I definitely, I don't even remember necessarily what the original question was, but I definitely enjoy the improv side of playing Games with Strangers. It was when you were um, going to DM for us, but... Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> oh, well. No. Someday. I'll get you my pretty. No. no. <laughs> Just, you don't have to record it. Just give it a shot. <laughs> it's fun to try. And then you really know, because sometimes you don't until you're there, and then you realize it's a horrible and you never want to do it again, or you're like, no, oh, that was actually kind of fun. <laughs> we will see, but we're leaning towards no. Okay. <laughs> Magic 8 Ball's coming up. Seems unlikely. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what's happening. Oh my goodness. Well, do you have any final parting thoughts you want to say? I'm through my questions. I think I am good. Okay. Then it's time for you to plug all of your everything where people can find you. All of my yes. everything. All the things. You can find me anywhere uh, on the internet pretty much as Geek Devotions. Um, you may or may not end up talking to Dallas, but I'm there usually too. We we try to let people know because like he and I split the responsibilities. So we try to make sure that people know who they're talking to. Um, pretty much on Instagram, it's going to be him. But it, I at one point was running the Twitter and then I got logged out. Anyway, beside the point, just look for Geek Devotions. Um, we're on all the social medias, including some of the ones that are not really a thing anymore. So that's fun. Just, you have a MySpace that's just sitting there. <laughs> no, no. Well, no. I don't think I ever shut my MySpace down. I think I still have a Zanga. If oh I can remember the password. Um, Hop on Neopets. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, no, Geek Devotions does not have any Neopets yet. Yet might be a thing. Um, so yeah, that's just the easiest way to get me. I have a stuff for my voice acting because I do want to eventually, you know maybe get paid for for voice acting if not i do it for fun but yes <laughs> if you want to pay me for my voice maybe <laughs> you can also find me under the voices of celeste moore wonderful it has been lovely chatting with you this evening slash afternoon slash whatever time it is i don't know <laughs> whenever you're listening to this just assume that's when we recorded it straight from our mouths to your ears yeah. Exactly. No editing, no updates, just... There will be at least a few edits. Just a little bit. Just raw talk here on Insight Check. <laughs> <laughs> it's been great. We'll see you next time. Okay, bye! Bye!